baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. The Bob Cordaro Show podcast. Paying tribute today to six veterans who we lost the end of July and early August. George Evans, father, husband, father, pap, proud patriot, Neptune Place, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Dominic Lorenzetti, Peckville, United States Navy. Philip James Sr., Knoxon, born Mountaintop, U.S. Army Reserves. Frank Tarselli, born Hazleton, past 51 years in Sugarloaf Township, U.S. Navy veteran of the Vietnam conflict. Bob Sharples, Archbald, United States Army, six years active and reserve duty. And Scranton native and Palm Beach resident, Erwin Levy. Uh, incredibly successful businessman, founder of Senville Communities, Army Air Corps, joined in 1944. He passed at age 97 in Palm Beach. So I told you that uh, I, I read this. I I can't remember what brought it up, but I had told you about this book by Big Billy D'Elia, who I know and and get a kick out of. And it was written by Matt Birkbeck. And Matt Birkbeck, who I'm going to have on my own TV show soon, he uh, he's just a great writer. He, he writes a book, a, a book that's factually based like a novel. And so he wrote it with the reflections of Billy D'Elia. And it's become uh, all the rage. And I frankly believe deservedly so. You know, we were having a discussion with Clive just before the news break. I don't think that it's out of the way glorifying anyone. But uh, Candace Kelly has done a series, an interview which they've broken up into a series of vignettes with Billy D'Elia in his, at his dining room table. And uh, she is here with us, and Candace Kelly, welcome. Thank you. Thank great you for to me. great to have you here. Uh, I th- I just think this is fascinating. It's great news. It's an amazing, and I mean great news in sort of that way, but it's really an interesting news story. It is a fascinating tale, mm-hmm. and you were at the center of it. Tell us how this all started. Candace Kelly, by the way, of WBRE, WYOU News, she's uh, one of the lead anchors. Uh, a couple of months ago, Russ, his son, had reached out to me. We're acquaintances. And um, he said, hey, there's this book being written about my father, the author, obviously looking to promote it. Um, would you be interested in potentially doing a story? And I'm absolutely. Yeah. And it, it took a, a while. There were a couple of setbacks and, and um, delays getting the actual interview in place, but um, his dad was open to it, so I took the opportunity to sit down with him. But I wanted to hear what he had to say. I read the book, yeah, you know. But when you hear the words coming out of his mouth, it's a different 
tone. He's a he's a classic character. I mean, there's no mm-hmm. doubt about that. So, what was your concept of who Billy Delia was when you set out for that interview and entered the home? I didn't grow up here, but I have been here for almost 20 years. And you hear the whispers and the mumblings of, oh, the mafia, this, that, and the other thing. And so, really, I didn't have a huge opinion of him or an opinion of him because I didn't know him per se yeah. just what people said that oh he's the local mafia guy I don't know that for sure <laughs> but you know his reputation precedes which him. by the way as a general rule we don't say with any particular feelings about it he's just the local mafia well, well, guy <laughs> that's that's just what I've heard you know it's the pits to mafia but you think like of all the, the places New York City Philadelphia the bigger cities Chicago Pittston. Yeah. And the connection there. It's 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 interesting. I remember being in college and I used to get US News and World Report when mm. it was a good magazine. In fact, it was a great magazine. And they had mafia centers in the United States. And they had New York City. I can't remember the number 2. It might have been Philadelphia. And then they had Pittston, PA. <laughs> as the number three mafia center in the United States. This is back in the late 70s. So the person who did that knew what was going on here with Russell Buffalino and the Buffalino family. So it's been known by a lot. But but as Birkbeck wrote in The Quiet Don, he was Russell Buffalino was a guy who hadn't been discovered by the mass media because he was here, not New York. Right. And I think that was part of... What they want, what they wanted him, the relationship that Russ and Billy had, it was just an understanding to just lay low, yeah. live your life, and you no know, one will mess with you. Yeah. So it was almost a father and son relationship. Is that what you got out of it? Yes, that's what I got out of it. You really get the sense of how they learned to trust each other. And there's a, a one point in the book that's very poignant when you can tell that um, Russell Buffalino is like, I, I, this guy's solid. Yeah. And I'm not, I don't want to reveal what it is because, you know, obviously it's it's something that's special in this book. But mm-hmm. you really get to understand their relationship together and how close they became. And they, the kids, his Billy, Billy Delia's kids, they called Russell Pop Pop. Yeah. Yeah. It, that, that was it was a familiar yeah. r- relationship, even though they weren't family. It, and it became mm-hmm. that. And not just in the mafia sense. <laughs> right. They spent, the he spent every single day with him. Yeah. And and the kids played with them and they they just have a different perspective. All they know is is Uncle Russ and yeah. Pop Pop and you know. So you've you approach this and you know okay, he's a criminal. And he's a mafia guy sure. and all that. What was your approach? You've done tons of interviews. This is your business. Yes. Uh, we're talking with Candace Kelly by the way, a co-anchor of the WYOU and W uh, BRE newscasts, and she's done a an interview which is broken up into pieces on WBRE WYOU uh, with Billy Delia, the author co-author of the Life We Chose, with along with Matt Birkbeck. What was your approach to it? Like, what were you trying to accomplish? What were you trying to watch out for as you approached the interview with uh, Billy Delia? Um. I, I was a little nervous, not necessarily because of the image of Billy Delia, of, of what I thought he was, um, 
I just wanted to be respectful. I didn't want to disrespect or put words in anyone's mouth or, you know, I wanted to hear what he had to say. Because after reading the book, you just get a different sense of the kind of person he was, unless you really knew him. Mm-hmm. Um, we can all form our opinions about organized crime. I mean, you see the books, the movies, the or read the books and you see the movies and, and what's portrayed in, in media per se. Um, but they show a different life, I guess. It's more yeah. of, it, almost like a, a, a look at how the world works. And it's in any, any industry, yeah. you know, entertainment, <laughs> uh, politics. It's all like who you know, how to handle them, who to avoid, how to say it, talk to a person, and to get what you want out of it. And other than the United States government, there's uh, they share a finality with the United States government. I just remember the old Michael Corleone line from uh, The Godfather 2. Mm-hmm. And she's, she said, you know, his wife cases. Senators uh, and presidents don't have people killed, and he goes, "Who's naive now?" <laughs> okay, <laughs> so it is a part of life, and it's sure. part of the fabric of life. Yes. Did you? What did you take away from the interview? Like, what were what were your feelings and your sentiments? You're walking out of the interview. It's done. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, let me precede that by saying, how long did you talk to him for? Um, probably about 35 minutes. We were in his home. Well, it's uh, the Dalia home. It was Russell Buffalino's home. Um, but they now have, they now own it. Um, we were there for about an hour and a half, but you know, setting everything up, but probably about 35, 36 minutes of the actual interview sitting there. Um, there was at times, sometimes he's a little challenging to understand. Mm -hmm. Um, so it, it takes a little while to like process what he's saying. Now, when you go in, I'm, mm-hmm. I haven't seen him in many years, but he's a big guy. He's very tall. And six, three, six, four. Yeah. And, like and does he still have that physical size and presence at his uh, current age? Yeah, he's he's still tall. He's still a bigger guy. Like yeah. you know, broad shoulders. Um, but you know, with age, we all, you know, change. Mm-hmm. So you go in, and here's yeah. this big guy yeah. with a big reputation. And you've got to ask questions, and you yes. don't want to be soft. <laughs> no, I, I didn't. I didn't want to be soft, but I also didn't want to be rude. Yeah, I don't want to pepper things or sound or look ignorant because there's a lot that I don't know. Yeah, you know, I'm just basing it off of what I read in Matt Birkbeck's book. Did you approach it as though you were interviewing him about the book, or in a broader sense about his life, or did you, did you look at it both ways? Both ways, because for so long he stayed silent. He never said a word, and now suddenly we've got this whole book. I mean, that he's exposing a lot of stuff that nobody really knew about, or you know what he witnessed anyway with his time with Russell Buffalino. And I think, um, to me, it, it's fascinating to hear what he witnessed, what he saw, and his interpretation, his truth. Because when you read other books, you know, there's all kinds of stories that are spun around. And he even says it in the interview about Frank Sheeran. Yeah. And and how he said there were like five or six different versions of the book. He just did it to make money for his kids. Yeah. So that was Frank's truth. Now, this this is Russ's truth. (laughs) We're talking with Candace Kelly. She is the co-anchor of the WBREWYOU newscast and uh, the interviewer. Of Big Billy D'Elia, who uh, co-wrote a book with Matt Birkbeck called The Life We Chose. 
about the local mafia don, local mafia guy, right-hand man. Uh, being from Dunmore, we grew up with a lot of these people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the guys that are mentioned in the book are like, you know, I, I there were no surprises in the book. Right. A lot uh, of local names thrown around in that book. Were you surprised uh, in approaching him and in reading the book and then now talking to him how critical a role he played in national mafia uh, events? Yeah, but I think that's part of it. Michael Jackson. I mean, right. representing Michael Jackson, it's really incredible where he got to. It is. The, 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 some of the stories are just wild, almost like <laughs> mind-blowing. Like, how does this even happen? Yeah. But when you talk with him, he seems unfazed by it to some extent, where it's like, yeah, he's a nice guy, nice guy. And But most of us would be like, I can't wait to tell everyone that I'm you know, part of Michael Jackson's team. And, you know, but he just seems like, yeah, it was... We just what, what happened? It's what happened. These things came down to money. Yeah, for him. I mean, one of the things, and I this is not something I would expect you to ask him, but mm-hmm. I'm going to talk to Matt Birkbeck about it. The breakdown of the family, sure, which has happened in New York. It's happened elsewhere, but there is no more Buffalino family. Uh, Billy Delia didn't keep it going. I mean, it seemed like he was out for himself in in most of what he did and most of what he accomplished instead of. Uh, continuing an organization. I didn't get into too much of that at all in my interview. Um, Matt may have a more insight into that, but I think when Billy went away to prison, that was sort of the, the end. end. The end. Yeah. That's my impression. Yeah. Fascinating. We're talking uh, with Candace Kelly, the WBRE WYOU news anchor who's had the, uh, interview with Big Billy D'Elia regarding his book, The Life We Chose, and about his life. (laughs) We're going to take a break. We're going to come back, and we'll sort of summarize this, because you've got to get going, and talk about a little bit more about this interview. It's the Bob Cadaro Show. We will return after this. And before that, a federal jury in New York found a hotel queen, but better known as the queen of mean, Leona Helmsy. Remember her? Guilty of income tax evasion. They acquitted her of extortion. She served 18 months in prison, a month at a halfway house, and two months under house arrest. I would have loved that sentence. (laughs) I would have dove at that sentence. But uh, Queen Amin it is. Bob Cadaro back with you. We're talking with Candace Kelly. She is the co-anchor, as all of you know. Of the news on WBRAWYOU, she did an interview with Big Billy D'Elia in reference to his book, The Life We Chose, with Matt Birkbeck. And um, we've there's so much ground to cover, and you've got a limited period of time. Sure. Uh, tell us your—did you get along with him? I mean, oh, yeah. what, what, was your, <laughs> what were your thoughts about him— Personally, and don't worry about people saying, "Oh, he's not a nice guy." You know, <laughs> well, right? What, what What was your impression of him personally? Because you interacted with him indirectly for an hour and a half, sure. Directly for thirty five, forty minutes. He was very nice to me. Um, he answered all of my questions, and if there was something he maybe wasn't comfortable with, he kind of skirted around something here or there, but. Um, a lot of it is in the book. Yeah. It's already out there. But if you didn't know his history and you're just having a conversation with him, you would think 
just like anybody else, like a neighbor, yeah, a friend, a grandparent, you know, <laughs> it, it, normal. Yeah. For lack of a better term, yeah. Did the, did the thought of uh, Tony Soprano come to your mind <laughs> at all? <laughs> Maybe not so much Tony Soprano, but no. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, look, the, just based on the amount of books that are being sold, the the life we chose, that amount of interest. I mean, the night of the book signing, um, nearly a thousand people yeah. in just three hours tells you people are interested they're fascinated here's this guy who goes to all their restaurants yeah. in our community and and it is this is his home Luzerne County and there's this book that has all these crazy stories that he experienced and people he met sports figures politicians entertainers yeah it's it's mind-blowing even to have one of those experiences is insane. <laughs> so uh, you're doing the interview. Mm-hmm. You say, this guy, he's got a charm very clearly. Yes, he is charming. Uh, and and he's smart. You mm-hmm. can tell that. And he's had amazing experiences. How do you respond to people who say, well, you're glorifying a criminal? How, how, what's your response? I'm, which, by the way, they say that about WILK with me, too. But <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to glorify anything. I'm not trying to glorify organized crime or a criminal. But it would it'd be the same thing if we interviewed um, uh, Hugo Selensky, let's yeah. say. You know, like yeah. perhaps there's some bad – there's bad stuff there. Bad things have happened. Maybe they're in prison. They went to prison for a reason. Or they're still in prison. Um, but if people want to hear more about maybe the motivation behind why they did what they did or just more to it, more meat, I guess, yeah. to the story instead of just the headlines, that's what it was about. I mean, he's a local guy. Yeah. And all this stuff has happened. And whatever it was, he's in our community and he interacts with us like normal, like every day. No yeah. big whoop. Candace Kelly is our guest. She is the... Uh co-anchor of the WBRE WYO News. She did an interview with Big Billy D'Elia uh, in reference to his book, The Life We Chose, with Matt Birkbeck. So the 35 minutes of interview, how much will actually air and tell us how and when it will air? Um, we're airing a longer segment tonight. We did Last Wednesday, we did air a chunk of the interview. It was about a minute and 45 seconds worth of our interaction, sort of broad brush of... We got the interview. Here's what we have. And this is going to be an extended version with Matt Birkbeck. Yeah. And kind of the two of them sort of explaining the book, I guess, and, and some of what they um, experienced in the three years that they became friends, getting to know each other. Yeah. Um, but you will see, you'll see um, Billy is very careful of how he words things. Well, yeah, you some, know? There's no statute of limitations on some crimes. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, so some of it is is a little, like I said, hard, hard to understand a little bit. But he is very, very careful about. He thinks about what he says. He's not a dumb man. He's he's smart. Yeah, cagey, clever, <laughs> right? Yes. All right. So we'll see it uh, tonight at six. Tonight at six, six o'clock, mm-hmm. and and then when else will we see? segments you know we're still kind of figuring some of that stuff out i think definitely you can find it on pahomepage.com we've got um some old news footage some extended coverage a little bit more of the interview um that is that people can experience because there's if there's a there's so many layers it's like an onion yeah there's just way too much stuff but also you know you can't keep shoving it down people's throat you know what i mean like there's just so much to unpack there also too like I want to be respectful of Matt Birkbeck. 
and let the book finish the rest of the story. That's because he's the one who started this all rolling. Yeah, that's great stuff. Well, Candace Kelly, we're we're so happy you stopped in to me. tell us a little bit about the, these interviews that'll be featured tonight in particular, and uh, also on pahomepage.com. Yes. Uh, your interview with Billy D'Elia and uh, your exclusive TV interview with Billy D'Elia. And uh, this book is The Life We Chose, The Last Secrets of America's Most Powerful Mafia Family by Matt Birkbeck. And uh, I'm I'm going to watch it fascinated. I'm going to talk to Matt Birkbeck for my own TV show uh, next week. And... Uh, I'll be guided by what you found out. <laughs> <laughs> Take away with, from it what you wish. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you very much, and and uh, a great get. No matter what you what anybody says, yeah. this is a great get, and and a and a fascinating story for you to have probed, and a, a real reason in addition to you to to watch uh, WYOU and WBRE. Well, thank you. Thank you. I, I'm. I'm proud. I'm excited for people to see and get to know him a little bit better because I did. Yeah. Amazing. We'll take a break. Bob Cadaro, WILK, the eponymous show rolls on after this. Because once you start drinking homemade wine, you know, <laughs> it's just what it is. And uh, my friend Mike Koitek is performing up at the Marjon Saturday night, which is going to be Fabulous. And so uh, he does Billy Joel. He does all this other stuff. So it's a action-packed weekend. And then uh, Festa Italiana, which I go to on usually Sunday morning after Mass and then Sunday night because I want to go hear my friend Chris DiMatteo. Uh, He does a Sinatra thing, and they have a Dean Martin guy come in. Most years, and then Daddy O and the Sax Maniacs, and a couple times, actually, the last two years, I think we got rained out for at least part of the event. But uh, that's that's the highlight for me. So Sunday, and then maybe even Monday, if you stop by, because the Unico Porchetta is awesome, and the food Padulas are there, you know, with their their pastries, and. Uh, yeah, Joey Machaco's there from Villa Maria. I, it's it's just fantastic. Rodney says, Bob, I feel like the Bumble. Age has humbled me and taken a bunch of my teeth. <laughs> I'm a reformed Bumble, too. Because somebody said, somebody said uh, something about, Bob, you're a convicted felon who's also done time. So you can be reformed. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> oh, boy. Body shop guy checking in. And Jersey Devil says, Bob LTS, not to nitpick, and you're not at all. This is important. But the quote that I gave from Michael Corleone about Kay, who's being naive now, that's from the original Godfather, is it? You know, I always watch them together now. And so I've lost track of some of that stuff. I thought it was Godfather 2 when he came back from Sicily. But thank you, Jersey Devil. I appreciate it. You guys always know this stuff. You always do great and and keep me on track. That's for sure. But the life we chose, uh, watch the WBRE, WYOU News tonight. 
Uh, Candace Kelly got the exclusive television interview for uh, of Billy D'Elia for, well, in relation to his book. It's not for his book, but in relation to his book, The Life We Chose. And I'm telling you, Birkbeck is great. It's a page turner. I'd recommend it to anybody from this area. I don't care if you, you know, you don't have to be a big mafia fan. It's just a fascinating story. And all of the crevices and things that Billy D'Elia got involved in. I, I'm not happy that he let the, the mafia family go away. You know, should have kept the organization going. But other than that, I mean, he did some amazing things and saw some amazing things. So there it is. Uh, our friend Wayne from Einan. Did I answer the – did I press the right – there you are, Wayne. How are you, Wayne? Very good. Very good, sir. How, I, I'm happy to hear about your mafia experiences. <laughs> yeah, I've had, I had a lot, I, I've had a lot of them over the years. Not, not as much as Billy D'Elia, though. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna, I'm <laughs> He was gonna the give real one deal. Of, <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm going to give you one of mine, okay? Back in the late 70s, I was dating a girl, okay, uh, who lived in DuPont, of all places, okay? And she... Uh, had a uncle, okay, that worked for an oil company, apparently. Okay, and I've met him a few times. I had him at my house a few times. He was a Gambino, okay? Okay. <laughs> and I, <laughs> and she, I always joked with her. I said, how does an Italian live in DuPont? You have to get a permit to get in and out of here. <laughs> but... She never well, if realized. she was related to the Gambino, she's going to live whatever, wherever she wants. <laughs> yeah, but she didn't know that at that time. But yeah, yeah. She, she, she lived with her grand, her grandmother. Okay, so what happened there was, he, he used to stop by and I used to say hello to him, talk to him, sat down, actually had a couple of beers. Okay, but anyway, what happened was when they had the Gambino Wars in back in the late seventies in New York. Okay. His brother got killed. That's when she realized uh. he was a member of the mafia. He used to ask her, he's not to like other. Him. He's not like other dads. <laughs> no, no, no. He, 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 uh, he, 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 I used to ask her, what did he do for a living? Because he always had new Cadillac every year. Okay. <laughs> and, he, and she said he, used to, he worked for an oil company. But when he went to work, maybe one day a week. Yeah. So. What he was 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 a collector, basically. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a true story. Oh, but, you know, I, I, and at that time, I was going through a divorce. I had him up in my house about four or five times. <laughs> and here's what he said to me one day. He was sitting on the couch across from me, and I just got off. I was just talking to my wife on the phone. She gave me a He said to me, he actually said to me this, Bobby. All right, you want your problem to go away? Because I see you're deeply involved with my 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 god Jesus, you gotta be kidding. I'm serious. He said that. I well, couldn't believe that. Old school mafia guys had a very direct way of dealing with issues. <laughs> yes, they did. But it's a true story. Yeah. I couldn't I couldn't believe I just couldn't believe it. I mean you didn't, but you didn't deal with it that way, right, Wayne? I appreciate. No, that I did fact. not deal with it that way. But <laughs> friend, we gotta go, but I appreciate it. Thank okay, you so thank much, you, man. Thank you, my friend. Have a good <laughs> right. one. We'll be back after this. And uh, somebody texted me: Go to the back room of Sebula's in Dupont. They could have filmed the Irishman in there. 
old school tufted booths and block glass windows. Even the buzzers for the waitresses are still there. Cool. I've got to go there. And somebody else texted, hey, Bob, just want to let you know, the Oliver Anthony song you're using is not a Republican anthem. I'm not a Republican anthemist, just so you know. Uh, and I, by the way, I don't care what, I'm a shut up and sing guy. This guy came up with an anthem. He truly did for the forgotten man. Not Republicans, forgotten man. He's railing against, and I understand that, he's railing against the powers that be. Now, I frankly think he's talking about the establishment Republicans who want bigger government, who want more control, just like the people on the left do. But he is talking about them as well, and they are the more dangerous. So that's why we play it. Somebody texted in, um, Bob, I'm the same age as you. When I first got out of the service in the early 80s, I was going to school. I was working at a place in Taylor uh, called All Ray Tires. Honest to God, true story, I used to work on Russell Buffalino's car and change his tires. Either put a few new tires on... uh, Back when people, I remember this, used to change their winter tires into summer and tires and vice versa. And that's how I met Russell Buffalino. And he was a really nice man and a big, big tipper. (laughs) That is great. And by the way, somebody gave us a, a tip. Do you know Frank Sinatra did a song, Sweet Lorraine? She called, and we had to put her off to tomorrow to, with a poem. And the uh, the Bulldog is going to look for that song, so thank you for mentioning it. So when she has her appearances, we can play Sweet Lorraine by Sinatra. And then somebody said, Bob, thank you for getting rid of that zombie cultist Frank. If he doesn't come to his senses after the Gold Star Parent, he never will. Amen. See, that was my concluding. That's why he's done. That's why I've had enough. WYLK News Radio. This is the Bob Cordaro Show Podcast. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 